Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe, joined here today by Gabriel. I'm here. And Robbie. I am also here. Not Roberto. <laughs> Like I said, we took last week off and we're just going to be, we're just going to be perfectly honest. We went and played golf. Yeah. There's no need in line. That's what happened. Shoot it straight. Now we had, I went to Florida. We had an interview. We weren't going to, and then we went to lunch. Yeah. And then conversations that we sat in a place. It was that had, 70, it, 70 two degrees. Yeah the, the, yeah. the garage doors were up. The wind was moving. It was like, it's impossible. It was, to deny it would have been sad not to go play golf. I don't, and, but, I don't appreciate this weather that you all have now that I've come back to. It is, yeah, yeah, it's kind of chilly. When Gabe left. It was awesome. <laughs> Gabe came back. It's back to like normal. It yeah, was it, Orlando just, was cool. almost wrecked. I think it was 90 or 91 on Saturday. Oh my and we're driving back. We get to Georgia and it's like, well, it's cool, but it's not bad. Get back Kentucky. to E-Town, it's like, Chilly. oh, no, we're going back. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. It has not been that way. Granted, we dealt with like mm. a small hurricane. Yeah, yeah. the storms were. were because of it. We 70, paid for it. 70 mile an hour winds. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, we had a great time playing some golf, and we had an interview queued up and ready to go that we wanted to get out, an interview with Jen Chen from, uh, from Google, a long time Chrome OS employee. Yes. Uh Google employee who she's been working on Chrome OS for ten years. Over ten yeah. years now. Cause the article that they wrote about her working on Chrome OS was in twenty twenty two. So over ten years now that's she's been almost from the crazy. beginning working yeah. on mm-hmm. Chrome OS. And it was just such a cool chat. Like she just <laughs> knows her stuff through and through well, and just had so many yeah. cool little insights and different things about the OS. We talked we talked through just kind of uh, some of the hurdles they had to overcome early and just you don't re- like design when you think about an OS like design and UX is everything right it, it's yeah. it's how you interact with the software it's how you get things done yeah. and so it's like the whole philosophy of Chrome OS is design right you know so so she really is at the core right. of what Chrome OS is and and just hearing them, you know, hearing how they just had to work through, you know, starting, you know, very, very, very basic. And we talked about that with Alex. I don't remember who it was that was saying like, yeah, you know, like the wallpaper idea. You know, oh, yeah. we finally decided that we probably need a wallpaper. <laughs> and so it's it was just cool to to chat with her. And, and it was just it, we went we went over time because we just kept chatting and she was uh, she was kind enough to to keep uh keep keep it rolling but 
it was just a fun conversation. Definitely go check it out. We put it yeah, out last sure. week. Five questions with Jen Chen. So uh, <clears throat> let's dig into some of the news from the week. And I think let's start with Pixel Fold. Sure. Because wow. it's uh, most exciting. Is most. Yeah. I think well, I think for us Dragonfly No, it's 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 Dragonfly Pro Chromebook. Yeah, for us. Pixel Fold. Yeah. Uh, we're not even gonna bring up we're we're breezing past Dragonfly mm-hmm. Chromebook. We're not coming back to it because we can't say anything else. We about have it. we have a new a unboxing of the sparkling black edition. Yeah. yeah or whatever. I think that's the marketing yeah, name. Sparkling we sparkling black and black. ceramic white. Sparkling yeah. or sparkly? Sparkling. I think sparkling. Okay. Yeah. That's what sparkling we wrote. Black. That's what we said. That's, that's what, that's what, that's what Chrome and Box said, yeah. so that's yeah. what it is. Gabe yeah. wrote that. Gabe wrote know. it. Gabe put Did it in. Did I? Put, from Vegas. Put it in ink. Yeah, I think it's sparkling. Oh, it's probably mostly absolutely correct. Yeah. <laughs> mostly. It was sure. based on No, I wrote that. I wrote that off the press, press release. release. So yeah, I had probably on a press release somewhere. It doesn't seem very sparkly to me. No, it does not. If you get it in the light, it does have, I mean, it's it's got a something. Is uh, it more shimmery than sparkly? No, it's, it's, no? it's like a... It reminds me a lot of the Pixelbook Go. Yeah. Were you going to say or Schmelt? That, no, it's or as like I said in the video, like, the Pixelbook Pro. It's just almost got like it doesn't have sparkles not in it. Thing. It's more of like a floor, not floor, translucent three uh, D. I, I don't know how to no, describe it. Pearlescent. That's the word I'm looking for. That, Thank you. Thank like you. I was like fluorescent, yeah. not the right word. Like the Asus. I've spent more time it's with it than anybody else. It's, it's not very pearlescent. Not very pearlescent. Mm. No, pearlescent mm. is the the Asus. I'm not sure about C436. Yeah, that, yeah, that was pearlescent. That was it. Yeah, uh, like a car. You look at it from different angles. Kind of changes. Different colors in it. Yeah. It does not have that. It is very. I it. I like it better. It's it's ceramic white. It does feel like ceramic. It's yeah. Very like textury. The uh, the anyway. the only thing I noticed with the sparkling black is whenever I was taking photos of it, like looking at my photos and editing them. Like I did a little bit of a creative edit on this one, and so I was. J- really really adjusting all the sliders editing this one and there was like almost like a blue shade all down through the bottom and i had that turned off i I remember turning off that little light on purpose so it almost had this like blue shade down along the bottom and so Hmm. i don't know i'd be curious like when we when we get to film uh some more b-roll and stuff with that like what it would look like outside on camera you know yeah so that'd be that'd be interesting but anywho moving on pixel fold what do we know what's new uh, so two things since we last sat in here. Um, the one thing, uh, a source at 9to5Google found like some battery stats on it. Um, basically, it's more like a heaviness kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, it wasn't anything conclusive, but it was it's closer to 5,000 milliamp hours, but not quite. Um, and what's odd is I thought, I would have sworn the like the Galaxy Z Fold had more battery than that, but... Apparently not. So forty to fifty? No, it's like forty-four. Or 42. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so if the Pixel Fold gets up closer to five, I, you know, I don't. I only use the Fold for two weeks or whatever, so I don't. I don't recall battery being an issue at all. But maybe, maybe it is. I don't know. Um, forty-four hundred is not that much. Right. To power for that, that large of a, of a screen, yeah, you would think um, that might I think eat like up this, some of your... The Galaxy Twenty-Three Ultra here has like a five thousand milliamp yeah. battery. I'm not sure, but uh, Pixel Fold apparently is going to approach 5,000, uh, and weight-wise, it's going to be you know a little hefty, um, and I mean it's part of just adding more battery, and maybe that's why some of the these foldables haven't have laid off on the battery a little yeah. bit as much as possible just to get that compromise for the weight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be you know relatively heavy, um, 
and then you know some of the the design sizes and stuff like a lot of people are now saying like they should have went with the oppo find n size because it is a smaller foldable but it's more manageable and lighter um and then you can put a little bit bigger battery in right it. uh this one is is bigger than the oppo find n from these reports obviously i mean uh dave 2d uh, got a the case mold basically the the mold they used to build a case for it um so i mean kind of know what the physical aspect yeah but it's it is similar to the oppo in the dimensions wise though right is that right no it's bigger no? yeah it's bigger on well no ratio i mean not yeah dimension. it's closer it's, to it's that. not it's more oppo than it is yeah the, so galaxy. the galaxy fold you open it up and you're still in portrait right just barely i mean they're close to a square um, same thing with the Pixel Fold. It's still close to a square. It just happens to be on the landscape right. side of a square. Mm-hmm. Um, so n- nothing like conclusive or anything there, but you know some some cool extra info. And then uh, we haven't even written this yet because um, I just didn't know how to tackle it. I, I didn't want to be super. <laughs> I, want, I, I have an idea for a. Joe uh, asked, and I was just like, I don't know. I don't can't really tell literally anything from it. Uh, I think are you I, talking about I've, the sightings. I yeah, have I have yeah. an idea for I have an idea for a title. Here's some random blurry photos of the Pixel Fold. Of what fold. might be the Pixel make, Fold. Make what you want. But also might not. Yeah, like make like, what you want no, of it, I basically. I feel like there like, needs to be like some kind of Sasquatch reference to these photos. <laughs> Definitely. It's kind yeah. of that way. Yeah. Right, um, right. So the Redditor is like, hey, I saw it, and it had the Pixel light bar on the, or the, the camera bar on the back, and it was a foldable. It's like, okay, it probably gives it away based on what you said. But yeah. the photos aren't. The photo, you know, I'm on a train and I didn't want to be conspicuous. And, uh, and I mean, I'm like, I get what it. What kind of phone was he f- using? Like a Nokia 3000? <laughs> yeah. Did? Bust out your flip phone for it's that? Not, it's not hard to get a discreet, it's good not. photo of something. So these, bl- my photo is blurry. I'm like, mm-hmm. but it is. Then you're doing that on purpose because, I mean, I, you, I could pick up a phone and just take a quick show. We've done it before. Yeah. We've we've done we, it. I think we've done it on this podcast. I think we did. Trying it. to get it. and just yeah. click. And it's not blurry. No. Like, and even if it is, the AI is going to fix most of it. And it's like, yeah. I don't know, whatever. It's yeah. supposed to be. I, I'm that guy. I would have straight walked up and been like, hey, dude, what's, what you got there? You got Pixel Fold? <laughs> that's cool. And the Can one, I get a the photo of it and post it on Reddit? The one that's <laughs> yeah. in. Uh, Selfie. <laughs> the, that's actually in focus. The guy's got it. He's holding it two-handed like this, kind of covering all of it like this and holding it close. And so it's like, if you. If, because somebody said this is the Pixel Fold, you're looking for some sort of clue that it, that's what it is. If you didn't know and you looked down and saw it, you wouldn't think anything of this. And so, I don't know. I'm I'm not like, oh my god, there it is. Hey, but if it is, then the cool part is, you know, we're we're speculating that at Google I/O, we would like to see it. Yeah, um, it'd be awesome if it just full out launched, like. Not like here's a sneak peek, but like you can go here buy it, it is Pixel Seven Ace here. Here's the Pixel Fold as yeah, well. Yeah, like, do the it. A series, go all the way. The A series is mentioned at I/O and, and released in July. And released in July yeah. is what they do. So d- same, do thing. same thing. Yeah, yeah. it's re- It's got to be ready. Good lord! Don't I wait mean, any longer. It, and they don't need to because it's going to have old school tensor. Well, old school at this yeah. point. It's silly, but it's going to have right. tensor two yeah. in it. Um, and so. If they push too much farther, it then feels obsolete. And if the price is it, what it, people, it, it's it, rumored at eighteen hundred dollars, yeah, it needs to come out. It needs to, yeah. you need it to needs get to it out. out, even if it's not ready or what. And, like just get it out the door f- or or can it? And I feel like obviously, like they they uh, you know, given the cycle, have always announced the A series at I/O. You can use this as you know a bit of a talking point for you know different form factors and for developers exactly. to build 
apps for this and here's what we've done to Android to make it work with this. So like you could really make a, a, a nice keynote around this. I yeah, think it's definitely well, a good keystone for the and, and think about it from a developer conference standpoint, you now are going to introduce the seven a, which the 7A, I think, is going to be a whole story in and of mm-hmm. itself, if yep. all the rumors are true. like this It's is an a, interesting... If it keeps its price point, yeah. I mean, the, the stuff that they're going to add in this phone um, is going to shake up the mid-range phone segment big time, because uh, the 6A was close, but man, that... It was, yeah. That, I, we've talked about this, but the, the 60 hertz screen technically was a 90 hertz screen that was basically underclocked, you know, for that. Uh, it could go up to 90 hertz or whatever... Um, I don't know if it was good for the screen or not good for the screen or whatever to do that, but there were people that were doing it like they could get 90 Hertz out of it. Um, so whether it was battery saving or that screen wasn't meant really for that kind of refresh, whatever. Um, the, but the six, a did a lot of good stuff, but that screen was just weird. Like I've used 60 Hertz screens. Like I've, I've got an iPad mini and yeah. it's 60 Hertz. Uh, most of our Chromebooks are 60 Hertz. It's like, eh, once you look at it for a second, you get used to it. It's fine. The 60 hertz on the Pixel 6a was weird. Like, it was extra jittery looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and Probably I feel like it's because it's a 90 forced, hertz being yeah. pulled back. Like, was, my monitor on my desk is a 144 hertz. At 120, it's fine. But if I pull it back to 60, like, I feel like I weird. notice yep. it more mm-hmm. on yep. there than I do on the Chromebook yeah. that's powering right. it. So, like when you throttle things down, they always have a tendency to run not optimized. Yeah, yeah. it's like scaling down an image. Like, eh, if you just took it natively at that resolution, it would be a better image than if you scale down a bigger image most times. Anywho, uh, that was like a huge turnoff for me. The rest of it was really interesting. And now you're talking like, I think they're going to get more uh, modern cameras uh, involved in this version, a 90 hertz screen. Mm -hmm. Um, There was something else, Pixel 7-ish, that uh, was coming along for the ride as well. I don't remember what it was. It doesn't matter. I don't remember. It's, It's going to be a much closer to the pixel seven line, like to the point, like we've written about, like, how are they even going to sell this alongside the pixel seven? Like it's, if, if these rumors are true, it's going to be so close to the figure by the time it comes out in July, you know, August, September, October, you got three months before they might be shipping out. 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 If this is priced competitively, the way they have the a series, I foresee the eight being, more in that Samsung price range. I but think we're going to see the more thousand twelve hundred dollar phones. And, and like know. the, remember I was looking at the other day. I forgot all about it. The the post where um, the roadmap for Pixel leaked. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and there's some ifs, and you know, there's some room to move. But it feels like they're going to move more towards a model closer to what, like what Samsung does and what Apple does, where you've got. Um, you, you've got, I think, the bigger phones with all the stuff, and then the smaller phones don't quite have, and then the pricing structure would change, and then they would go to an every two years with the A series, um, a little bit more into that model, which I, they might be still thinking about whether they're going to do that or not. But I feel like they've almost overcrowded themselves a little bit. It would yeah. be different if they yeah. owned more market share. But I was talking to a guy in the office here, Josh, um, and I was, he picked my phone up and was like, oh, what when did you change to this? And it's like, Oh, it's been a few weeks now I've had it. And he's like, well, what do you think? I really like it. Like actually enjoy it because I've just come off this idea of having to have Google branded everything. Like it, I'm still getting all the experience here. And now I can know how do Samsung phones work with Chromebooks? Uh, spoiler, they work great with Chromebooks right. and it works better with my, my car too. Um, for what it's worth, it really Bluetooth. does like the, the Bluetooth issues on the pixel seven were driving me nuts. Like, yeah, three or four times a week my car wouldn't unlock and so i'd have to open the app and 
get it to wake up and, and, and I was, not one time has it happened with I was this trying thing. to take not a call once. on my phone this morning and would not pair to my phone yeah and and you're pairing pixel buds to a pixel 7 right. pro no good yeah uh but part of that is tensor like any of these issues i will always blame on tensor because it's a custom soc and so some of these problems were that that they've squashed three years ago with a qualcomm based silicon they're still trying to figure out with with tensor yep. and so anyway uh but the 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 idea here is like oh well sorry going back to percentage wise uh uh percentage of market share uh he was asking he was like so why why'd you do that and i was like well you know if we look at the percentages there's probably a massive percent of our audience that uses samsung phones mm-hmm. and so it's like i hate not knowing how they work like always being like well the pixel has this new feature that works with a chromebook and da, da, da. like well is that working for android or is that working for pixel phones and um so i pulled up the data today um in the u.s this was a late 2020 early 2023 report uh apple has like 54 percent of the smartphone market samsung has 34 or 36 percent I was like, you got to think of it this way. I was like, we're not worried about Apple users. Um, and if you, if you use an iPhone, I'm not saying you don't matter or anything. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm not going to use an iPhone. Robbie uh, Payne said, yeah. iPhone users don't matter. Don't matter. <laughs> uh, not the case. Uh, if you're using an iPhone with your uh, Chromebook, more power to good you. Good on you, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's probably an experiment I need to do. But long term, it's the majority of people that are choosing to use a Chromebook as a daily driver, probably on Android. Um, that That's just... A generality uh, but so we take the 54% of the pie out and look at it now 34% of the remaining 44% do the math yeah um, it, it actually comes to of the of the US Android market share it's close to 70% uh, same so, yeah. Um and with Google having I think Google's is like 3% total so they're only getting three per, they're, they're better than uh, 3% so it'd be closer to like 5 6% of the Android market but that tells me that tons of people use yeah. uh, Samsung smartphones. And so I forget the whole reason I was, ugh, why? why are you talking? Um, <laughs> Google assistant, dumb as a box of rocks uh, that's, and that's getting worse by the day is the worst part. Yeah. So dumb. Do you all feel like uh Bixby's voice? Do you, do you feel like voice texting has gotten it worse? Does, so I don't use the, the assistant one um, on here because it's, Gboard assistant typing is only a pixel thing, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't have it on here, and it's been great. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's got it, it feels like it's really trying good. to do more in the way of like it's adding periods yeah, in the middle so of my adding periods. Here, and, yeah, I've been having if that. If it was a lot. accurate, it'd be great. Yeah, and that's the problem but, is that I think it's trying to do that better, and it's doing it worse because I'm the same thing. I'll get broken sentences with a period. Well, it's and like sometimes question I'm, marks. Capital. Sometimes I'm like thinking as I'm saying a message. Yeah, so you wait half so, a second. It's a uh, period. Yeah, like, dude, break, back up. Take the whole thing and then <laughs> yeah. figure out. Yeah, your if you're grammar. reading it contextually, you should understand that that's yeah. not a sentence break. Yeah, so dumb. What? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember why we got on this tangent. <laughs> Pixel fold, battery weight <laughs> percentage. Uh, it was something to do. Seven A I O. Need to release. Oh, launching I O. That's yeah. that's kind of the the the. the we vein. need a phone and a friend. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So we were talking about I O. We were talking about them launching products, yeah. but. Uh, at IO, if we get kind of back to that that conversation, like you know, I think if if they were to launch, you know, the tablet, the, oh, that's what we we're talking about—the cannibalization of Pixel Seven, it moving more towards the Samsung model, all that kind of stuff. Um, but at, at IO, I, I do think they could launch uh, the tablet 
the foldable and the Pixel 7a and really have this cool hardware yeah. that you can use to talk about what you're doing with Android software. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cuz they've done that like with the Google, yeah, too, they've done sure. that with the assistant. They introduced Google yeah. Home there and and how their hardware kind of pivots around what they're doing from the developer standpoint. How much how much or how little do you think they will talk about AI? Very little. I think they won't talk about it at all. Nope. Yeah. Based on I some think, conversations I we've think, had recently. I think they're going to basically ignore it. <laughs> I do, too. I think, and I think they should. Well, they yeah. Machine well learning will be the extent of it. I don't think AI is going to be even in the picture. Yeah. You know, I, they've done, they did a post uh, like a week ago, mm-hmm. Google did, about uh, you know how AI is already in your stuff. And you right. know, when we spoke with John um, recently, John Melitas, that was part of that conversation. And you know, I, I would love to see them do a, a deeper dive into that. Right. Not technically, but talk about the other from ways. From consumers, yeah. From a consumer it standpoint. It felt very much like, here's how AI is working on a Pixel phone. <laughs> so that that whole that post felt like, it's, you know, magic eraser and, mm-hmm. you know, doing some cool In stuff Google with your photos. photos. Okay, yeah. yeah, I get that. But it's also doing all kinds of crazy stuff, like when it helps to autofill my emails and mm-hmm. the way they're using workspace and, and, and working stuff between those workspace apps and there's all kinds of little things that AI is doing and has been doing for a long time. Yeah. Uh, we watched uh, John Oliver's so this good. week. Is it this we week should, tonight? This week tonight. Last yeah. week we should, tonight. Last week. Last week tonight. tonight. I thought it was this week tonight. I don't yeah, know. Whatever. Yeah, we'll link it. We'll link it in the show notes because it it's very. It's a very it good like watch. Twenty five minutes and but it's you know filled with John Oliver's uh, witty banter in the middle of all kinds of stuff. But he talked about AI and the the, the writers on that show do a great job a lot of times, especially with technical things, of really digging up. Well, here's what this did, and this is what that did, and joke, haha. And then here's, you know, and you really get some really great information. Uh, it was a, it was a really good, yeah. a really good piece. Yeah. Um, Anywho, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I/O, they're going yes, to. We're talking about yeah, I/O. Yeah, uh, I/O. They will likely, hopefully, announce the fold. I think it's a great spot to do it. Hopefully, they'll announce the tablet as well, the the uh, Android tablet that will, we think, mount to a speaker. Have they officially oh, said that? that uh, yeah, 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 they did. It's they did. official. At yeah. the yeah. October event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's hard I couldn't remember. Yeah, I'm like, can we that... start calling it Oktoberfest? Yeah, <laughs> can we just do that? Whatever. We get mixed uh-huh. between like the events that we've been to, the stuff we're sitting on under embargo, right? The stuff we've dug up ourselves, right. the stuff that other people have dug up, and what actually yeah. is it? Like, yeah, it's hard. Anywho. Sometimes it gets confusing. Uh, so I, I yes, hadn't, I hadn't read it yet, but I saw the headline. IO is one day, so just like last year. Okay, limited keynote attendance. And so, like, kind of like last year, the amphitheater. Well, the amphitheater was full last yeah, year. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But that was of, it. Like, yeah. there weren't. I think every other year, like, you can get into the the keynote, but maybe not go to the developer breakouts or vice versa or something. Like, I think that that'll be it. Like, who gets in the amphitheater is it. Are you uh, telling me I'm not going to California? I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> know what's happening. Um, Somebody from Mountain View is listening, and you want to invite us? There's been talk. I need yeah. to go. There's been talk. I need to go. We'll, um, we'll make it happen. Um, talk enough that you know I've, I've already talked to the wife about the possibility What's the of us going out there. May tenth, one day, no dates. Date. Oh yeah, date, date. It'll be what a is world, the date of the event. tour. Yeah, it's May tenth, and it'll be like last year. There'll be two keynotes, just like there is every year. There'll be the main keynote where they'll talk about sustainability, and they'll talk mm-hmm. about all the same stuff they always talk about, and they'll hit on probably some product highlights or whatever. Um, and then there'll be the Android keynote where they really dig into some of the, it, the, the Android keynote gets a little more in the weeds, uh, than the main keynote. Um, and then that will be it as far as live stuff. Um, and then at that moment, I think over a hundred sessions will be on demand mm-hmm. ready to go. 
Which is, uh, it's a great, I, I, I honestly, I don't hate it. Yeah, like, it's, it's both. For what they do, yeah, that needs to be that way. I, I, there have been some people on Twitter like, yeah, I'm, I get it, but I'm also bummed, you know, because there's, I mean, there's just energy in getting around other people, like-minded people getting to bounce ideas off people. I'm not a developer, so I don't, I don't know, but yeah. I, I would imagine there's a lot of good that can come from uh, sitting in a session and being able to talk to somebody afterwards and then, or talk to somebody else, be like, did you hear that? So what are you doing with that? Or that that you lose, yeah. um, you know, the information gets disseminated way better, way quicker, way easier. It's on demand. So as soon as they post that schedule, you can go, I want to watch, watch the keynote. And when these things pop up, watch them and you're done. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't have to string on for right. three days. Yeah. I do get that. Um, and hopefully they'll bring back the, uh, was it IO adventure or something? Like that? <laughs> yeah. It looks like Zelda, except you can go, there's Easter eggs and interactive things you can do. Um, I get it. I get why I get why they're doing it. Um, you know, last year it's like, well, we're just coming out of COVID. So we got to do this. Well, they don't have that excuse anymore, but I'm sure probably saved them a boatload of money. Uh, it's probably easier to deal with and, and produce and put on. And it's probably what I don't pay that much attention to WWDC from Apple. I don't know how they do theirs, but I would I feel yeah. like it's kind of the same thing. And it was probably based off a lot of feedback from developers based off the last couple of years. Like, hey, we really like the way you did this. And you yeah, know, we don't and need I mean, to be for all for the that. people that you think about the number of developers that probably watch these breakout sessions and always did anyway and never went to California for it to spend more of your money, time and effort on making those breakout sessions. Great uh, for those people. Right. Probably has a way larger impact than trying to make sure those live sessions, you know, sometimes the, the, the filming and the audio wasn't always right for those live sessions. And that's a whole lot more headache. And than sometimes they, they could have prepared these in the last yeah, month. Exactly. They're already so, sitting there. They're sometimes done. they didn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super I wonder chat. if they uh-huh. have any sort of, for, for those that are registered for IO and like you're, you're a part of this event virtually. Yeah. I need to go register. <laughs> uh, uh, to have, if, if is there any sort of like, discussion area or when you watch these on demand is there a comment section or something that uh, would be interesting to maybe have some of that collaboration without being in the same room together i think, I think part of it come, that that io adventure thing i thought is partly that like yeah. you can go into the session you can talk problem is uh real-time con- chatter won't happen because all of them will go live at the same time so right. You may be watching at 1 p.m. I'm yeah. going to watch it tonight. But at least if you have a question or if you're saying, oh, hey, I just watched this. What, what somebody's thought about this? How can we use this? And then somebody yeah. can go I back mean, and comment they're, later. They're yeah. on YouTube. I would assume the comments get left open. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe Or not. if they're locked down. Um, but, but yeah. yeah. So, one day. One yeah. Day. One, one day. One day only. May 10th. And mm-hmm. we're excited because I think uh, if, especially if we get to be there, you know, that'd be. Is it, is it at hopeful. Shoreline again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll have it in the amphitheater. So the live parts will be the same as they've always been. Yeah. And again, for the general public, yeah. uh, for most people, it'll look like it always has uh, for the last decade or whatever, yeah. you know, since they've been at Shoreline. Um, for those that are a little more in the weeds with it. I mean, obviously, for us, n- not ever having been out there for this event, it's having them on the, on the stuff on demand, the schedule out beforehand, pick the ones you want, add them to your little profile. As soon as they come available after the keynote, watch them, yeah. digest the information and report on it. it. It's been nice, but I don't. I again, I'm not a developer, so I, yeah, I get that some people are bummed about it. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, but, I mean, maybe down the road it could go back to that. You know, I would say if the majority of developers say, "Hey, it's hey, we better really... for us if we're in person," they would probably do that because at the end of the day, they need 
they need developers to get the most out of this as possible in, and then implement those things. In the past, developers who wanted to attend, like I'm I'm sure Google invited certain like top developers like making certain key apps and stuff, but like, could guess. people buy tickets? To, could oh, yeah, developers like twenty five hundred dollars? Yeah, so I thought I remember it being expensive. expensive. So now you're talking about travel to California, right. staying and in that, travel, right? Yeah, staying in California. But is that still the case with the even this limited group? Like, don't is there any so. option no for idea. anybody to? Huh? I don't think so. I feel like this. They're going to invite only. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. I was just I, yeah, I, you know, for, for any developer listening who might be like, oh, what? Well, the thing still is, like a developer go, like that goes out there for the keynotes, like you're just gonna sit in the crowd and watch keynote, right? Like it's yeah. If, if this it's is a paid thing. Mm-hmm. The key, like the keynote is for press, <laughs> and it's why last yeah. year, like you saw so many press all of a sudden at Google I/O. Yeah, they kind of switched that up a little bit. Yeah, um, and, and you know if they're gonna introduce hardware and talk about features and all that kind of stuff, like. It, it is more of a press event, you know. Yeah. The, the breakout sessions afterwards aren't, but yeah. you know that it's clearly a bit of a diluted stream of thought that comes from the, especially the first <clears> keynote. <throat> like they, they just it don't is. get super into the weeds. It it's is. more like here's cool company stuff that we're update doing. almost. Yeah. yeah, like here's some stuff we're trying to aim at. This is high level. Android gets you a little bit more lower level of like actual tools that are being leveraged for things and then the breakout sessions get you in the weeds completely yeah. uh, for very particular things yeah. so uh you know um that's I, again, gonna be I'm here speaking, i'm speaking like selfishly yeah. for us kind of great yeah like, sure yeah that's I, you know i don't want to have to go out to california and like figure out a week trip all right you know, right. Cool do all these sessions go and, and go here and do this do io stuff for a day and do some of our work and be able be to spend the other dinner. couple days <laughs> you know meeting with some people that we'd right. love to get to meet with, maybe setting up some podcasts and, you know, like yeah. doing that kind of stuff. Right. Rather than just again. trying to get the information. I get it. That's me. Yeah. That's me talking selfishly. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. And that's, that's what, that's we, why we've gotten spoiled with CES. I said, I, I said, Oh yeah, I like that. But that was purely from a, from our standpoint, from the yeah, general absolutely. person or, you know, developers who are going, it may not be the best, but, yeah. uh, but, there you have it. We'll obviously be reporting on everything happening. Yeah, at whether IO. we go or not, yeah. obviously we'll we're, we're be obviously going to be covering down on that on chromeunbox.com. So stay tuned. For right now, we're going to take a quick break for an ad, uh, though, and we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unboxed. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unboxed or click the link down in the show notes. Alrighty, welcome back everyone. We forgot to mention one thing about the Pixel Fold. Probably my whole thing about Samsung's and he got lost. Tesla's. He got uh, <laughs> yeah. He hasn't even brought the Tesla yet. Hasn't even brought the dog in here. I even said my car. <laughs> I didn't say my the Tesla. You don't refer to it as my Tesla no, every single time. It's just my car. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's my Isn't car. it funny how I like just call once, it the Tesla? Sometimes. Yeah. When you when you drive it though, it you know you're like oh this is like yeah it's an incredible vehicle it has all this stuff but it's a car. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a utility it's a, type thing. You know? yeah. It's amazing. But it's still that, not lost yeah. on me. But yeah. it's, oh, it's amazing yeah, the difference day. words make, though. If you just say, oh, it's out in the Tesla. That, to me, that because like, if something's in my wife's car, like those bubblies, I bought them before yeah. vacation, and I forgot to bring them in because they were in the Tucson. Yeah, I would refer, it, we would if refer you walked to around and said, oh, I left my keys in my Tesla. Right. Yeah, the Tesla. <laughs> That's some elitist yeah. stuff right there. I'm Crazy. just saying. But Crazy. he doesn't do that. He just said it's in the car. It's fine. So... And we stop like talking to you. Yeah. You yeah. know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah. While we're talking about it, since we talked about, <laughs> oh my God. Wow. So we t- talked about wow. Tesla's on here at one point in time. I Can also I, did. T- I get probably you not did worth explain it because I explained it. like the the deal that I got on this thing. Yeah. I don't know. There's just such a weird uh, I- idea that somehow I've went and bought a uh, Maserati, basically. Yeah. And now at, I've seen multiple comments either on Twitter or on our website. Well, I guess, you know, we're doing such and such. Whatever it is the- that we're doing that you don't like to see, I guess you're doing that because Robbie's got to pay for his Tesla. Right. Yeah. I paid for it way less than what most people would pay for a Toyota. Okay. Yeah. It just worked out. And you're paying like aligned. what you paid for your other car, right? I'm paying less. <laughs> I'm paying less for this there vehicle on a monthly basis than I paid for my but speaking Honda of, HRV. Speaking of Teslas. Is it, I saw an article. The new one is it? Is it like an out out? The Model they, Three. They just announced. People it, right? have seen it like with the you know they like got the crap all over it, so you can't see it. Yeah. Um, there's a Model Y being coming, but out it's too, like apparently that's Universal Charger much. or something like that. Or no, like, so they have a name for it. I can't remember. So that's what it was the called. the the charging stuff is changing. Um, some of these some of the Tesla chargers are going to be converted to be uh, CCS. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, that's the universal, more universal charging. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so people that have like a, a Ford or whatever can, yeah. can pull up and use a yeah, Tesla. They, Tesla has a specific name for it. It's not, it's not ambiguous. And then there's it's like a, like there's a fourth gen charger. Mm-hmm. Somebody's all out. Apparently they're large. I don't know. Okay. I get, it's cause I've looked up a little bit of stuff on Tesla. Of course. Now you're I get, getting all of it. It's all in my feed all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, there's a new model three apparently coming and, the the big new thing that they're probably going to eventually be coming out with pretty soon is are these new batteries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that it's a, just a difference what they're building in Austin, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in the Gigafactory there. So right. they'll Re- Reno. Where's Where's the Gigafactory? They've got multiple Gigafactories. Yeah. Where's the big um, one though? The biggest one's in Austin, right? Yeah. Now. So they're built. They're finishing out the one in Nevada um, to be full size. So they're all the full-blown gigafactory yeah kind of sparks nevada shape. is the one i was thinking uh, of. it's not a full-size one yet they're finishing it out now so they built what they needed on it and but they built it's the full size can we go one visit that that would be dope awesome. so insane to see those um, buildings yeah I've, I've watched some videos about like how they work and how they manufacture literally everything in that one place and how it changed. Does it look like the ones that were in PUBG. um <laughs> yeah basically yeah pretty much the same <laughs> except you know the hundred times i mean it like they set it up next to i think the burj khalifa it's taller so if you laid the burj khalifa down it's yeah. longer than that would be Jesus. they're very large Big uh, buildings. but they're also you know they're manufacturing all the parts mm-hmm. yeah so they show like i've watched videos where just they not show typical for an automobile all the all the pieces coming and how they flow through the factory to and they get them when they the need out. them right is like the biggest yeah it's a little, change. little just in time yeah <clears throat> um but yeah the uh um the new batteries will probably change a lot. Um, I would say like that it'll probably be a, a difference maker to for people like me who have one and enjoy the vehicle. They start coming out with Model Ys with 500 miles of range. Yep. Yeah. 
going to be hard for me not to start making some moves to yeah. <laughs> get myself in one of those because it's literally the only thing that bothers me a little bit about it. It's sure. Just, a little uh, range anxiety. Range anxiety. Yeah. It's real. Do yeah. yourself a favor. Go drive one of those chargers first. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will say, like Gabe's family car, yeah. Gabe's travel car, charger range GT. on that <laughs> interstate, four hundred and thirty miles. There you go. Just so you know, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Like I remember for years and years, I used to buy guitars and sell guitars. I'd buy a guitar and sell it, and I'd see another one I liked, and sell and try to figure out a way to get another guitar. And I went through all kinds of them, and then I landed on this uh, company called Composite Acoustics. Uh, and I've had that guitar for 20 years. Pushing <laughs> close. Yeah. Almost 20 years. I remember years. when you bought it. Yeah. And I remember the weirdest feeling of being like, oh, I don't really feel the need to go look at guitars anymore. I it's, stopped going it's to guitar Forrest, shops. It's Forrest Gump running. He's like, what, what are you I doing? He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I think I want to go home now. I'm tired. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, I'm done. okay, this guitar is great. <clears throat> and it does all the things I want it to do. So I don't know what else to what i'm looking at anymore i feel that way with this vehicle like, well will you I'm like other than range like everything else about it i love it and i get it it's different than what most people like and <clears throat> i looked at somebody had a ford lightning uh by the way that probably costs twice as much as my car here uh, yeah it was outside i think i'm pretty sure it's uh uh larue i think it's been larue it's parked in, uh, it's it's parked behind uh, that i think normally. it was him i saw him from the back but I walked by it as I was walking in this morning. I just kind of looked in. And, like, the console and everything looks like a regular car. Yep, like, they didn't go and yeah. make it all futuristic yeah. looking. It looks like a Ford. You know, mm-hmm. it just happens to be electric. And That's because like, they know they're not going to sell it to truck guys. Exactly. If it does so, for like a lot truck. of people, they don't want a new take on driving or a new take on a vehicle. They just want... I don't even know if they want the electric or not. Most people, A lot of people don't still. Uh, but that's kind of what's being delivered in yeah. most cars. Driving a Tesla, it feels like a different experience. Like it was a whole different thing than just getting into another car. Um, and I like that about mm-hmm. it. Like I, I enjoy that. And there's just something about the experience of owning this vehicle that I've never had with another vehicle before. Yeah. Like I don't, I feel like I've, I've like arrived at the place I just want to be. I don't, I don't want a Porsche. I don't want to whatever. You know, I'm not a car guy. I don't really care yeah. that much about having some big fancy car. What, what's going to happen? I sit in that Tesla and I'm like, I, this is, this is so it. This is my this re- is for me. He's reached the guitar plateau. Right. He's reached the car plateau. Again, range for now. They can right. swap my right. battery out. Give the me car. 200 more miles of range. That's the only change I would Phone make. Phone stuff. Why? I think he's kind of in a plateau right there. He bought a new driver the other day, which he immediately returned because he realized he's, he's he good with his PhD. He's good with the PhD. Robbie is in a season of content. Yeah. <laughs> How long is it going to be before he's in the season of discontent? <laughs> oh, the other one, the HP. Yeah. Obviously, no reviews or anything yet, but we we believe that the Dragonfly could be the could be the, one. the plateau for him. What's he going to do? I don't know. It, he's going to be a whole new Robbie. I'm just going to get obsessed more about my golf swing. Train your dog. <laughs> yeah. hey, train your dog. Train your enough. dog. Yeah, he actually, he had She's the dog in here rolling man. over this morning. I mean, new tricks. Yeah, golf simulator is going to be ever evolving. Uh, I think. Yes. Yeah, that'll yes. require a different room. Uh, next, we'll get next, there. Next step of that's a new room. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. need a bigger room. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, FCC filings yeah. for the Pixel Fold. Well, or maybe no, maybe not, Pixel no. Fold. Maybe the not Pixel Seven A. Um, the original report I saw was at nine to five Google, and they did. They said it could be either, and technically it, it could. There's not enough evidence in the FCC filing because they'll keep that stuff pretty locked down for six months. Um, to 100% say it's XYZ phone. But when you look at the um, serial numbers uh, compared to other Pixel phones, it, it makes it look 
like it's probably a the seven A right. more than likely, but it could be the fold. There's not enough detail to know. Like you can't. There's no dimensions or size or battery size or all that stuff's hidden for right now. And so. Yeah. Uh, when you look at the 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 actual serial number for these models and compare it to others, it it stands to reason that it's the Pixel Seven A. Not surprising, um, and we would expect if it is the Fold, we'll see the Pixel Seven A come. If it is Pixel Seven A, we'll see the Pixel Fold come. If we're going to see both at um, at I/O, my guess is they will hold the FCC as long as they can before mm-hmm. I/O on the Fold. Would be my guess. Because uh, they, they don't want anything to fall through the cracks. That's there. what it was. So Is phone, it, yeah, phone arena was the one that I saw, and they said the serial number that was spot, the serial number dovetails with the one that was spotted on the display of a seven A DBT unit. So yeah, it's not the same serial number. Very, but it, very unlikely. It's very that similar. Anything different? Yeah. Yeah, and it makes sense but, that with this, with the fold and being, you know, as hyped as it's been. When they holding be, off as yeah as secretive as possible as long as possible now, and i don't know i don't know blurry we, photos of it on the train are actual real yeah like, and I, that's you're I was not taking s- that that seriously then don't give it to dudes to take out of the office like yeah. you shouldn't leave the office uh, but whatever yeah yeah i i mean i th- i think we'll we'll know more uh sooner sooner rather than later yeah, i was like i'm literally it, it like crazy to think it's two I was, months i was sitting there in two the in the break thinking it's it's going to be two months yeah for IO and IO, the early summer. Yep. Uh, okay, well, there you have it. There's some other maybe news on the fold. I, I don't yeah, kind of, <laughs> not really. Uh, <laughs> last thing, let's Man. talk about Magic Eraser and how you were able to use Magic Eraser on a Chromebook and on the Samsung. Yeah, it's just how it works on all devices now. If you have a Google One account, um, so. The bigger news here is that they've they've attached uh, some pixel only features to uh, Google One use in Google Photos. So immediately, my reaction to that was, "Well, I'm going to see if I can do it on a Chromebook." Yep. Uh, pulled up a couple things; it wasn't showing. I was like, "Ah, it's not going to work." I clicked one more picture, and Magic Eraser was in the, this is, the uh, set. Has to be the Android app. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So not on the web. Is the, Unblur the web, in there as well? No. Uh, not yet. But so did Josh ever find line. find his? I don't know. That was weird. He, his unblair just well, and photos like I th- it, it does some weird stuff. It's it's definitely account based, uh, so they can roll it out to different people yeah, at yeah. times, and then it's it can be picky on when it works. Um, and so sometimes I'm like, I want a magic erase, you know, a random object out of something. But it doesn't it's always not an uh, it doesn't always surface itself as a thing you can do. Uh, and so we had some people in the comments ask, like, well, why is it you're getting this and no, no one else is? Trust me, it's not. I, I get some special Google photos. I'm not in the beta. I don't I, we have no connection with Google. It's nothing special. I just went and installed Google photos. Yeah. And it just happened to be there. But it's probably an account level thing. It's rolling out, they said, over the next couple of weeks. So just like everything else, Google. I mean, I wrote an article today about workspace and, you know, all the material you that's coming to drive and sheets mm-hmm. and docs and all that stuff. Well, none of my applications actually have material you yet but drive for both my chrome unboxed and my personal account have the new material you look which looks a lot like the files app in chrome os um but so these things are not like you can't control them i can't say like this came out so you can go do it now 
but I'm telling you, it, it was working. Uh, yeah. it's and we've, and we've had happen where we've had something on a personal account and not a workspace or mm-hmm. vice versa, yeah. or I had it and you didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it just, it, it'll show up, give it time. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the magic racers there. And then the video H- HDR is, is that a thing on the phones? Like, can you turn on, on and off? Phone? Is it a setting? Uh, yeah. So it, yeah, to open up any video you got and see if there's a, a tool in there to basically crank up HDR and video. Um, it actually worked pretty well. Here's mm-hmm. Robbie hitting his driver off of the deck at. <laughs> yeah, what was that all about? Rosewood. There were two <laughs> uh, shots where we had like 280 in or something. Yeah. And it was like he hit a good one with his. Am hybrid. I going to edit? Yeah, should go to edit, and there should be. Um, Maybe adjust. Adjust. Yeah. So. Yeah. HDR slider. Um, so, you know, it, it works pretty well. It does a good job of, you know, kind of bringing up the, the shadows and, and mm-hmm. pushing down the highs, giving you a little more vibrant look, but you can do it on Chromebook now. And it has a little Google One logo next to it. Yeah. So, you know, it's like a specialized thing. Um, so that's nice. I mean, it's not the promised uh, Google Photos video editor I'm waiting for, but that's cool well to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so it's, it's like that, and you know, Magic Eraser working exactly the way it does on a Pixel phone, like on my Chromebook, was really cool to see. And yeah. it's cool, like it's on my Samsung phone too, but it's on iPhones as well. Like, I think Google needs to. It, they're in a weird spot with all of this because they've got phones that they want to do specific stuff for and to try to sell them. Yeah, yeah. and you want to turn act like you know, well, Tensor is the only thing you can do this on. Not, okay, not really. Like, you don't need Tensor. To, to pull off these photo edits. You don't. Right. Like, it may be a little faster. Uh, the way you're doing it might work faster on Tensor, but you're going to tell me that Snapdragon that's in this thing can't handle that? Come on. That'd be silly. Like, yeah. You're going to tell me the latest Bionic chip from Apple can't handle that photo <laughs> edit? Come on. Like, right. that's, that's just goofy. Or, you know, start leveraging some of these edits in the cloud. Like, when I'm looking and I'm editing that photo, like on the Chromebook, it becomes really apparent when you click a video or whatever, it's going to download it for you to do the edit. So it is doing the edit local. It's not doing it in the cloud, but you could like, if that video is on Google photos in the cloud, why not leverage your cloud servers to do that heavy lifting? Like just do it up there. I don't right. want, why, I don't want to download this. I'm going to end up sharing it anyway, probably out via URL. I don't, I don't want it on my device. Don't download it to edit it. And then you take out all that stuff. You take out all the friction, right? Granted. Then you also take away the whole, like, well, you know, we do this because of tensor. Okay. Sure you do. Um, you know, and so uh, it, it's cool to see Google doing this because as much as I want to see them succeed with Pixel phones, I, I do. Um, I Leaning back into a hardware agnostic kind of setting for me um, across the board is helping me, I think, to see some things a little clearer. Um, and, and one of those is Google's at its best when its software is horizontally mm-hmm. aligned or... Hey, we're going to do everything we can to make our stuff work really well on everything else. Yeah. Um, I, I th- they're at their best when they're doing yeah, that. Yeah, fundamental like, idea of open source. Yeah, Google Photos thing. Like everyone can use it and have mm-hmm. it. Uh, I think it's why Google Messages continues to be an absolute epic failure uh, of a service right now because it's not universal. Like I can't go take my iPhone and use Google Messages if right. I wanted to. I'm not saying anybody would. But if they wanted to, if I wanted to say, I want to use an iPhone with my Chromebook, I can't use Google Messages. So that's kind of a bummer right there because it's not an account-based thing. It's it's phone number. Well, I guess my phone number gets tied up to iMessage on an iPhone. So that's a no-go. Um, it, it, 
it would be as simple like with messages, for instance, as them adding the ability to link my Google account to my phone number in messages. Like yep. we did this already. We did we went the backwards way of doing it with Allo, but it was Allo was phone number first and then well no, it went this way. It was yeah. all it was all based on phone account. number for a while. Or, yeah. And then they let you attach your account to it and, and okay, say that the two are together. You know they are. Like Google knows this about me for sure. You know, my phone number has been used in conjunction with my personal email address for a decade at this point. Like, you know that part about me, so why not leverage it that way so that when I use messages on the web, I don't need to do a QR scan thing or whatever. Let me log in with my freaking Google right. account because that's the that's a way to do this horizontally versus... And it's the way all of your other Android. services mm-hmm. work right. anyway. Right. That's, it's kind weird. of your stick, you know, to so just keep it that way and i don't i don't mean to rant on messages not where we're here to talk about but i've thought about this the other day i'm like if google's trying to position google messages to be something like imessage for android users well guess what imessage also does im meaning you can use imessage without attaching your phone number to it yep. matter of fact that's its default setting yep that's the way it default works just like whatsapp well whatsapp is forces you to tie the phone number in but you can now use it at an account level too. Like it, it allows you to log into other devices without having to have the phone on you at all time. Um, you know, every other messenger out there is an account based messaging system. And I don't know. I just, I'm like, how do you ever expect Google messages to take off and be something that is more ubiquitous when really it's just glorified text messaging right now. And we want to get away from text messaging because text messaging is garbage every other country has moved away from it and now you're fully embracing it. Okay. Well, RCS does all that stuff. Great. That's, that's great. Uh, but so does the internet and it has done so since, you know, a decade ago. Yeah. So I don't need RCS in order to do most of these things. Let RCS be the fallback. Right. And then we're, as soon as you start doing that, you're like, you're, we're back to Aloe and Hangouts. Yep. <laughs> we're right back where we started. Like, why did R-R-P you leave this? Like what? I don't yeah. know. It's Allo so frustrating. Was so good. And, and that's why I think like Google trips and falls all over itself the minute it starts to do something that only works on XYZ. You know, messages really only works on Android. Mm-hmm. It just does. And Well, SMS goes, no, no, we're trying to get away from SMS. So we're right. trying to kill that. So RCS only works on Android right now because Apple won't take it. And everywhere else around the world has gotten away from, you know, carrier built messaging in general. So I'm like, what? I don't, I don't, I don't know how to even root for google messages and it's a perfect example of google aligning itself with something right. and falling on its face trying to do it in some ways sometimes i feel like they do that with the with pixel um they want so badly to do the same thing that that apple and samsung are doing where it's like here's this unique thing that's exclusive only ours, features yeah but they're doing it without the audience like right apple and samsung built the audience first and started doing some of those things to try to keep people yeah. in google you don't have it you don't have that audience and so you're at your best when you remember that and and build software and hardware experiences that embrace that fact like so i get it you want to sell 100 pixel phones and it's more difficult right now to differentiate yourself in in phone hardware than it's ever been um they're all slabs at glance you glance down (laughs) the table and be like well which one's which now right which one's which i don't know they're both really good they're the same size they both have great cameras apps (laughs) yeah and a camera on the back like that's what it is and you know, I, I get that it's hard, but you know, it's it's funny in a in a market like Chromebooks where that's been the case since the beginning. Manufacturers still find ways to to 
kind of etch out their space, you know, in, in the market. And because Chrome OS is always the same across. So now it's like you don't get to mess with all that stuff. So how are you going to differentiate? We're going to build better hardware. We're going to build thoughtful experiences. We're going to we're going to do all these things that help us stand above head and shoulders above anyone else. Well, we have to do it from like these honest standpoints yeah. versus and this that, weird yeah. and that's lock-in that's what Google needs crap. to do because mm-hmm. ever since they started doing these pixel features and pixel drops and stuff, I always thought eh, it just feels gimmicky and it doesn't it does. feel Google. Keep all of that lateral focus on because they're the pixels great. It is. Can Google improve? Is there room? Absolutely. Sure. Improve on the hardware. Fix any issues with the. You know, my wife is still. She's got a great screen protector on hers screen protector modes on the fingerprint sensor works one out of three times mm. you know mm. stuff like that just focus on making your phones perfect and i know even samsung deals with battery gate and stuff like that but make your hardware perfect and then pour all of your resources on crushing apple and everyone else on videography and photography use your computational well, photography for that but leave all of your software and services and stuff just leave those across the board and spend and spend some of the money that you're using on this other stuff that that are these gimmicky pixel only things and figure out how to do support properly mm-hmm. figure yep. out how to support your phones so that when people have a problem they they know where to go and can get stuff worked out um, because without those things like you're having a hard time differentiating and 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 again it's it's Google making these weird one-off attempts it feels like to to, to do something like an Apple or a Samsung would. Right. And, and every time they do it, I just feel like it doesn't work. It just doesn't. And that's the thing. There. Like you said, cell phones are, they've gotten to the point where every it's a cell phone. Okay. If they want to stand out, then they're, it's not going to be with these ooh exclusive features. Only our Android phone has that. They need to, the building on the support comment, they need to go above and beyond where saw a few, just a few reports of like the volume rockers popping off. Yeah. And people being told, "Sorry, it's not covered." Yes, yeah, what? No what phone? Yeah. What what piece of mechanical or electronic or hardware would you buy that has a warranty on it that wouldn't be covered if the volume rocker fell off? Right. Make yeah. it to you, you're crazy. not you're not making billions of dollars off these right now, but if you produce a really great phone that you can honestly say, get up on stage and say. This is just as good, if not better, than anything else out there. Oh, and by the way, no matter what happens with this phone, we're going to make sure we're here to support you and fix and help or whatever you right. need to do. And you, know? and, you know, like Google has, I think, <clears throat> kind of a trump card in the way that they handle Android as a software. Like their experience after having used this Samsung for a few weeks is still better. It's a better, more cohesive look and version. <clears throat> I want that with this kind of hardware with all the proper Bluetooth stacks and all that stuff. Like I want all that stuff to work too. Like the, you know, and, and basics. so I would rather have a phone with better hardware in the basics like this, that maybe doesn't have as polished of a hardware or a software experience. It's still good. It's Samsung's own thing. Like it's the, the way they see Android. And as I've gotten used to it, it's not a problem. It's not like it gets in the way, um, you know? And so, it's like, okay, well, am I more concerned about that or am I more concerned about my Bluetooth working with my car every time or pairing with my earbuds every time or making sure my watch stays connected to my phone every time? Well, yeah, those things matter more and they work better on this phone, period. Like pairing my earbuds, dealing with my car, my watch and all this stuff, I don't have to think about those things. I don't mess with those things because they just work the right way. And you know, like Google needs to focus on that stuff and and... 
keep making good hardware with great cameras and like get away from the gimmicky stuff. Like stop doing pixel only features and acting as mm. if the processor in here is necessary for you to pull off some sort right. of whatever. Right. It's right. not. It so, just isn't. So do you think that with this move with Magic Eraser, because obviously like it's funny, even just like my cousins at Christmas were like, saw that I had the pixel. Oh, can we try Magic Eraser? Like right. for some reason there was something about that feature that latched on. And, that's, and people get upset because they're just like, well, Samsung's had it with such and such and so and so. Like they yeah. marketed it. They right. chose to, to market that as a thing. Right. Like market it as a Google Photos thing. Yeah. Get more people using Google Photos. Right. Like but stop worrying about getting people to try to buy a Pixel yeah. phone. Yeah. Use the software that you provide. Get their account. Like use people to continue spreading, you know, your your abilities in the market versus trying to tie it to a piece of hardware right. that's right. frankly struggling to, to sell. Right. I mean, but do you all think they'll they'll at like I, the unblur is the next one that immediately comes to mind for me because I think like if you're if you're working on unblurring some old vintage photos or whatever so and have it on, on your Chromebook. on your Chromebook right a nice screen you can zoom in like really see what you're working on do you think they'll add additional stuff like well, that or every feature has come to Google mm. Photos over time yep. um, it's just a matter of time and it's just yeah. like if that's going to be the case like that doesn't I, to me it's super gimmicky feeling right. to be like oh, it was a pixel only feature yeah for a little <laughs> for a little while, while. yeah, yeah. It, because you all enjoy it like you put yeah. so much effort into making this really cool thing and then there's no not one, that many people using it right no one <laughs> believes that you're going to just keep it for your phones yeah um yeah. you know like i and if it's going to be an exclusive feature it needs to be something bigger than the ability to edit a photo like it because hmm. someone yeah, else is going to come around point, and do yeah. that anyway. Right. Uh, or right. there's another, you know, people have talked about that. There's unblurring software. There's um, erasing software and stuff out there. There's already Android apps that do all of these things. And so uh, Google didn't make any, they didn't, they reinvented the wheel basically here and, and marketed it and made it a big deal of it. Uh, it's not like it hasn't been able to be done right. before right, with right. apps that you can get on Android. Right. Um, and, and again, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be like, well, I've moved on to Samsung. I don't care about Google hardware. It's not that. Robbie's it, all in on Samsung until he returns the phone next week. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> too late now. Um, <laughs> but the, <laughs> No, I think he's in on this one. We, we, what else? I, I don't know. So, I'm just well, sitting, there I'm was, sitting on this until the Pixel Fold comes yeah. out, to be honest. Um, but the, I don't want to hate on Google stuff. I, I want them to achieve good things. But the more I look at the... It, and I think part of it is the Pixel tablet too. Mm -hmm. Like I've looked mm -hmm. at it, like what are they going to do with this thing? Like if Samsung can't make real headway in the tablet market, is Google really going to show up? And, and oh, by the way, if it's it? if it's like an assistant home thing with the speaker on it, and well, the assistant's getting worse. Apart. <laughs> oh, that's not yeah, great either. That's like the print. The idea of that is great if the assistant was in a better place. But I'm just like. Now it's just, a it, hopefully it's just a really good speaker, but it's a yeah, dock for your tablet right. too, but it's a uh, tablet that's not going to be a productivity tool. I, I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. And so like, we don't start, know until we see it, but still. yeah, the more I think about this stuff, I'm just like, those are just more things that Google's trying to differentiate. And I get it. Like their hardware divisions trying to do something and I want them to succeed at it. But because they are partners with, other OEMs. It's Strange. so weird. Mm -hmm. It's such a weird spot. <clears throat> and it makes so much more sense in the in the Chromebook segment mm -hmm. where they're at there because they can partner with all these people and do great things like the HP Dragonfly. Like what we've seen with it yeah. so far and that we can talk about. Like that product doesn't come about without partnership with Google. 
and so now Google wins and HP wins out of that partnership, yep. uh, and they don't have to feel like they have to go do it themselves. Right. And I'm like, Android's mature enough. Like, do you, do we really need Google to the, go do it themselves? Yeah, because like, like with the Pixel tablet, you know, know. Lenovo's had a couple of iterations of these M tablets with Alexa and the Assistant that fit into a dock. And the tablets themselves are okay. They're not great, but they're okay. The docks and everything, they look they don't look good. They're not attractive. It's not, not something I would ever have sit in my living room, but yeah. now you've got one plus that's put out this tablet that I haven't touched it myself. I've read a lot of Looks really sweet. good stuff, but mm-hmm. it's dimensity 9,000, right? So yeah. it's mm-hmm. a beast work with Lenovo and these other companies yeah. that make Android tablets and say, yep. Hey, look, we're not trying to, to butt heads with Samsung, but let's make Android tablets good. Yeah. And if we want yeah. to integrate some smart home stuff, then let's do that. But stop making these things that look like they belong in an industrial factory and they yep. suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Google hardware is just tough. Sorry, it's, it's, a, it's a strange spot. And, you know, Google at its core is a software and service engineering company. company. You know, an they, engineering they company. They build right. services for right. people. And, yeah. and that's, again, I'll say it a hundred times. Like that's when they're at their best. Yeah. That's when I'm. I'm most. That's why like, we love Chrome oh, OS so much. Like, yeah. I love Google for this. I love that they have these services, and this is so cool. And I just, I get frustrated with Google's hardware. Mm-hmm. I love when Sundar comes up and does keynotes, and he always leads with stuff like, you know, when, when we started Google, we set out to collect and organize the world's data and find ways to use that information for the benefit to help people. of the world. Yeah, that's what you all need yeah. to keep right. focusing yeah. and, on. And like right. building our own phone that only has stuff that we have on it. Yeah, feels, it feels like feels strange. So counter Apple. to it does. It feels yeah. very yeah. Apple. It feels like we're trying yeah. to get vertical, but yeah. you can't. Like uh, your yeah. entire company is built on being able to be horizontal and let, help right. all these different OSs. And so yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, if you I'm, really want to do it, just just wipe everything, get rid of the Android name and everything, and just have Android phones and Chromebooks and everything just say powered by Google. There you go. You want to be <laughs> – seriously, I mean, yeah. you, you, you yeah. are really great at software. Let the world know that, hey, I've got this phone. I've got a Samsung. I've got this. I've got that. They're all powered by Google. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, what do you have? Do you have Nexus? Do you have, so awesome. you have an Android? Do you have a, a Apple product or do you have something that's powered by Google? Yeah. That's I mean, there well, you go. that's and, it. At the end of the day, somebody asked me the other day, is that a is so what what kind of phone do you have? It was like I was trying to pay a bill or something. Yeah. Is it an Apple, a Samsung, or an Android? Yeah. Oh, people think that's a problem. Yeah. All of them huge problem. <laughs> right. That's a huge problem. <laughs> you have all the Androids. And and the fact is, Pixel's not going to fix that. Yeah. Like, uh, your, your brand could be perfect. Like, it could be a perfect phone. It's too late. So, yeah. do you use Samsung Pay? Uh, I set it up just to have yeah. it. But and I'm sure that... When, back when it was like, where you could, like, on the swipeys, yeah. you could use it. had a magnet thing that would, like, interact with the swipey what? without having to have yep. tap to pay. I don't even know if it does that anymore. Uh, they don't advertise that anymore. But remember those commercials? Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, really. do you take tap to pay? Nope, doesn't matter. People would freak out. Like, my brother-in-law always had a Samsung. They've had Samsung phones forever, and he used it all the time, like at gas pumps and yeah. things. And people were like, oh, we don't do tap to pay. He's like, okay. <laughs> you put it up there because it's, it's shooting that magnet, basically, yeah. to it. And I'm like, yeah. that was really awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I don't know. But no, I use Google Pay on it. Yeah. I just I think it's funny because I mean I'm sure a lot of people that use Samsung use Samsung Pay, but I still get people where I, I'll ask you know you tap and pay. Oh, Apple Pay? No, no, tap. 
Uh, I think we have Samsung. No, like Android phone. <laughs> they all work. Tap and pay. Does this do that? Yeah. As long as it takes the tap and pay, yeah. it will yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting there. It's it's insert, swipe, tap. I don't uh, know. I don't know what to it's do. It's not Apple. I, I don't know. know what to do. I did like that at Disney, though, The when they you stop for the character photos. They just tap their little thing to your phone for the, yep. the photo pass. Yeah. It's in the Google wallet. It's yeah, Yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah. All right, folks. I think that's it for this week. We appreciate all of you all tuning in and listening and watching. If you are watching over on YouTube, make sure to give us a thumbs up. Go down there and click subscribe and click the notification bell so that you get an alert and put out new episodes. All right. We'll catch you all next week. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.